Hello and welcome. I'm Heidi Albertieri from the Lifestyle Edit. Thank you for joining us for another Rosé Friday where we take the afternoon off to have creative conversations over a cheeky glass of rosé. So go grab your rosé while I introduce you to today's wonderful guest. Hello everyone. It's four o'clock on a Friday afternoon, which means it's Rosé Friday. I'm Heidi from the Lifestyle Edit. Thanks for joining us, where we take the afternoon off to have cheeky creative conversations over a glass of rosé. Oh, there's lots of people jumping on very quick today. Hello, everyone. We made it to another Friday. Thank goodness we've got rosé. Today we're drinking Yesway rosé. It's super light and super pink. Um, Today we have a special guest. Um, her name is Marnie Jones. She is pretty cool. She's got a, um, a talent agency for hiring staff. And we're going to learn all about it because one of the things we know about having a business is that uh, we hear a lot is that staff is the bane of everybody's existence. We're very lucky here at the Lifestyle Edit. We have an amazing team. Took us a while to, you know, get there, but we we got there in the end. But let's talk to Marnie. I'm just going to get her in um, about hiring things that we need to know about that. So Marnie is from talentx.com.au. You can check out her website while she jumps in or check her out later. And her Instagram is talent. Hi, Marnie. Hi. How are you? How are you? Very well. How are you going? I'm good. I'm good. I actually uh, don't drink. But I, I do know. have a lovely spark. <laughs> ah, I've sparkling water for you. Thanks so much for joining us. We're happy to have you here. Um, You're so welcome. I was just giving you a little intro because it's kind of one of those things that, you know, we need to have in a business. It's one of those difficult, you know, things of hiring the right people and, the impact that they can have on your business and do they represent my business and are they good at working and, you know, all that type of stuff. It's a big conversation, isn't it? It is. It's a very big conversation. also depends on the industry, depends on the role, depends on a few different factors. Also you as an employer and how strong uh, your proposition is as well and how you compare with your competitors. There's just so many factors. And then, of yeah. course, just general life things. You could find the perfect person and then their partner wants to move to Canberra and you've lost them, you know what I mean? So you've got just typical life situations that you yeah. do as well. So um, tell us you, you a little bit about your business and how you sort of got into this sort of role. So I, uh, I have a career in um, management consulting. So I worked in a consultancy firm for about 10 years. And throughout that time, I'd seen the frustration that a lot of owners faced with hiring. And I was never over that area. But throughout, I started formulating my own kind of way of hiring and Mm. testing it part time. And that became quite a popular uh, activity, ended up being a second full time job. And I decided to kind of go into that fully and, and see if I could help business owners find the right staff and keep them because it's also one thing to find them. It's another thing to keep them. Yeah. So... Um, I've then formulated TalentX. I've started it um, in the end of 2020, but I've been really using the system for years now. So what is, you know, obviously we're a team of two, four, six, eight, nine women. We don't have boys here. 
not because we don't like boys, but because they just haven't seemed to have fit the, the roles and things like that. But how, how, how should we be approaching, like, employing staff? Look, I would have to ask you what your goals are because that also will impact your pitch. So essentially, when you're going to an employee, you really want to be, you really want to figure out exactly what it is that you're offering them and what sets you apart from other competitors. Now, the good news yeah. is that there are a lot, you know, people come to me, tell me about how many bad staff there are out there. There's also a lot of really bad owners. So that's a good thing because you can leverage that and showcase the sides of your business that other owners aren't going to have, which could be the way that you run. It could be the brands you work with. It could be the work you do. It could be the goals that you have. So the first thing is I would really solidify what your offer is, what sets you apart. Um, and that would be the starting point, which will help you shift how you go about hiring that person. Okay. So you've been doing this for how long? Like, well, someone's asked a question. Would love seven to know. Years. Seven years. Okay. So you know people really well. How do you know someone's going to make a, like, apart from the resume and the skills that they've got, how do you know? Yep. Good. So uh, resumes, I wouldn't use like at all. Unless it's a really like resumes are such a tricky, a tricky thing because unfortunately with hiring all we're forced to use is our first impression, and you think I like Marnie, she's well dressed, she's articulate, I'm going to hire her, and then you find out they don't work out later, and then you can also get the opposite where you put someone in a role you're not too keen about because they didn't impress you and they turn out they turn out to work out really well. So then you go, well, how do I know who's going to do well or not? And the best way to do that is when in the interview, you don't ask them any questions about knowledge or, or um, experience until the second part of the interview. In the first part of the interview, I strongly advise you ask questions like, what was expected of you in your last role and how did you achieve that or surpass that? How did you add value in quantity and volume? What achievements are you proud of? How did you compare to other staff members? Did your boss ever say anything about you being better than the person who was in the role before you? Because you're trying to gauge what value they actually bring. Because anyone can be impressed by the answers of how long have you worked there and what have you, what's your experience? Because you could be in a role for 20 years and then be absolutely terrible at it. So yeah. you really want to try to frame it towards value added questions. Yeah, awesome. That's, that's really great advice. Um, so what's the best career advice you've ever received? <laughs> I actually have gone through many career, uh, you know, questions throughout my time. And the best advice I have is for you to go as far as you can see, then you'll be able to see further. Because if you try to solve all your career problems in one go, you'll think yourself out of everything because there's always a reason why you should and shouldn't do something. That's good advice. I've never heard <laughs> it. Really nice. I like that. Oh, my goodness. So once now you've, you've been in the business for a while, what's yeah. obviously contact with a lot of people what's the most unexpected you know lovely thing that you've discovered about your business um i would say it's the the planning and the ability to change direction and and to keep in touch with what the client wants and and make and move with that so to be able to plan and, and be able to create my own world that's the most yeah. enjoyable part of what i do yeah like um, all business owners agree that like it's actually quite nice to go you know what i don't want to work with that client anymore or that type of <laughs> That type of work, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, it is actually quite empowering once you get used to saying no occasionally. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. That's exactly right. I'm like, you know what? No. no. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah, it's quite good. Um, when, what do you think you wish you had known 
before you started your business? Marketing. Marketing, marketing. Yeah, just how much time and money goes into perfecting it. So it's not just a short thing. You've got to be invested long-term and be consistent. And then you might figure out six months that this one thing doesn't work. I wasn't really prepared for that because I was never in marketing. So I find that to be the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we hear this all the time because we're a digital marketing agency, but um, we also work with lots of brands and businesses as well. And one of the things that, you know, that we encourage people to do is do what you do well and if you can outsource to to people. Because in the long term, it is actually so much more beneficial. You get so much more out of it because you can focus on all the things that you're really good at. Well, how much more would you know after dealing with all the clients that you have that would take me five years and 50 different trials to figure out? Like, I couldn't agree with you yeah. more. Yeah, it's good. That, like, if you were the experts, everyone made the mistakes so you don't have to. Right? Yes, exactly. And all your, all your other clients' mistakes too. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, that's an interesting thing because one, one of the things we do at the Lifestyle is whatever we are doing on our business, it's road testing for our clients so we mm. kind of a lifestyle edit to roll things out and see the response and we can talk about it firsthand about the impact that has on business so it's a really good way of doing it i really like it because we always know what works and what doesn't it's very good. yeah that's great um what is the favorite part of your, like how do you have staff like how, what's your business yes about? I have seven staff. I'm in my office right now. I'm, I'm trying to be as discreet as possible while they're working. I have seven staff. Um, yeah. My favorite part, I, I mean, I love my team, but also I love solving client problems. You know how nice it feels like what I just said to you, like marketing so hard and then you swoop in and you're like, bam, bam, bam. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. So working, really solving a problem. You know, we've hired people that a recruiter has tried three times, replaced the role four times in a year and, and they thought they couldn't find the right person and we really fill it and that feels really good. So I yeah. think my favourite part of the day is definitely helping, because helping, then it doesn't feel like work, does it? Yeah, and that's like you're ticking off constant goals of why you started the business in the first place, right? And exactly. so you're forcing why you started, which is so important. You know, our business has evolved so much as well. We started out as just doing shoots and now we're a full service agency. Oh, so, wow. so, you know, you have to be able to roll with that and, and change and flow. Um, yeah, that makes sense. As a business owner, what do you think, you know, why do you think business owners come unstuck when it comes to hiring staff? What, what do you think? The, the... I think everyone hires the same. So I think everyone has the same, they post an ad that sounds like every other ad. They then use a resume to screen people. Then they use their first impression and then they like, I'll try them. And then they pay them to figure out if they work and then they do it all again. So everyone hires in the same way. I think that's why, because there's no, you know, there's no standard way, at least in Australia on how we've agreed to hire. Everyone hires in their own way that tends to follow that same pattern. So I think that's a big reason why, um, because there's no, there's no objective way to know, unless you have a proper screening method and, you know, personality profiling and certain things like that, it's very hard to minimize the risk of a hire. So you can never minimize it a hundred percent, but you can reduce it close to, you know, 10%, um, which is what you want. You want a likelihood of them working out basically. So tell me, me as a business owner, I'm, you know, I've just gone through a round of hiring new people, which I'm loving very much. Um, 
if I want to hire new staff and I come to you and say, hey, Mani, help me, what's the process? What do we do? So basically, we, I have a look at your company, your goals and your staff, because if I'm going to hire someone incredible for you, I really need to understand what you guys stand for, where you're going, how you truly differ, what your weaknesses are, because I could also... What's a, this is a good thing. People don't realize that an overachiever, most people that you want in your company, you want them to overachieve, meaning you want them to go above and beyond. And overachievers get bored, which means they love a challenge, which means if you can <laughs> showcase the right challenge in the right role, you will get the most incredible people apply. But if you read every normal ad, everyone's trying to showcase all the benefits and the positive things, and that's fine. But I like to focus on the challenging things. This is what's hard. This is a role that's never been filled before. The owner doesn't know if it can be done. Uh, we tried to have it in the role and no one else has worked out. I wrote an ad for a CEO who had four EAs not work out within a year. And I wrote that in the ad. And he asked me to take it out. He called me from Dubai. He's like, you need to take that out. I'm like, I'm not taking that out because it will attract the right person who goes, that was like my last boss. And that's exactly who we hired. And I called him two months later. I said, how's she going? And he said, Marnie, you could hire 10 wrong people and I would still use you because she is that great. So I got her with the ad. So if you go out there and you showcase what's tough about the job, you're gonna find someone who wants to do the tough job or wants, to, wants that aspect of it, not the cushy benefit side. And fixing it, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, That's you want them to fix it. Mm. Yeah, that's so awesome. I've never heard anyone talk like that before. Oh, you. See, I'd hire you. <laughs> Maybe we should work together. Maybe we should take this privately. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> um, what else have we got? Um, I've got so many questions about staff. What are you seeing as far as um, trends go in workplaces and things like that at the moment? Are you seeing any trends come through? Because obviously we've yeah. had COVID and work from home and people don't want to go into the office anymore. And it's a conversation we have constantly at the Lifestyle Letter is, what is a good balance? Do we like working from home? Do we, I like everyone in the office. How does that, you know, how does that impact everybody? So what are you seeing? Look, it depends on the industry. Each industry is different. It also depends on the role. I think it depends on also how you're structured. So if you've set up a role where it's very clear to know if they're doing their job and you don't have to rely on their opinion. Yes, I'm doing great. Thanks. I'm, I'm all under control but you can see whether or not they're doing well, then you can allow and have a bit more wiggle room to have work from home options. If you don't have that, you're kind of asking for them to run themselves and to be, and, and whether they're good or, or, or bad staff, even though I don't like that word, but whether they're good or not, you're not gonna necessarily know. And so you, you, you end up then not jumping in at the right time and it all kind of falls over. So unless you have the right structure set up, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at doing that until you do. In saying that, there are some really great candidates around that do only want work from her options or want that flexibility. So if you can have that in some roles, it opens you up to a whole new pool of candidates that you otherwise wouldn't have access to in Melbourne, in New Zealand, that, uh, um, and that gives you more options. So it just depends. If you're, if you're running out of options, I would consider it. If you're getting enough applicants, I, I, it makes things more complicated. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and... Give us three words to live by for you personally. <laughs> I would say decisiveness. Definitely yeah. Decisiveness. Yeah. I would say introspection, looking, looking in and, and constant like self-correction. And I would yeah. say design. 
Okay. Like how you design something, a role or a structure or a product or a service or pricing or a relationship. So introspection, design, decisiveness. And I noticed on your Instagram, you've like deleted all your posts. Yes. That's very dramatic. Tell us, what are you, I had a heart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the middle of formulating a new, that's the decisiveness in me. I was like, I've wanted to do this for a while. And it's a bit of a risk. I'm like, no, I'm just going to do it. And I can always restore them. I didn't delete them. I just archived them. But I was like, you know what? I want to create a little bit of a mystery and I want to, sprinkle a little bit of oh what's this and 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 formulate a new campaign so that's why i did that so watch this space is what you're saying exactly oh and is it design focused by any chance is it what sorry is it design focused (laughs) not necessarily i mean look i love a little bit of lovely i mean we we just moved into our new office which we spent a few weeks designing and we've got our beautiful glass and now like it's a bit dirty at the moment so we're about to get it cleaned <laughs> over the weekend but yeah so I do love the design aspect but we'll see you'll have to watch Heidi you'll have to, you'll yeah, have to tell me we'll later <laughs> but um I like the intrigue it was very very brave of you to to archive all those posts I have to say I was <sighs> like oh, what <laughs> okay I think that's it anything else we need to know about working with you we can find you at talentx.com.au so anyone who is looking to recruit staff, is, do we use the word recruit? Is that? Yes, recruit's fine. Recruit staff, then we can work with you and you can support us as a business owner to go through that whole process to work with us. So you work together with the, the, the boss person? Yeah, we call it a people partnership. So I like, that's why I like to understand your goals. Where are you trying to get in the next three to five years? But we figure out a plan yep. and I take, I help you with the people side, basically. So that's, yep. that's kind of the angle. I only work with long-term clients. You know, I, I don't, I don't like to just call me up, do a role, thanks, see you later. It's like, in order for me to do my job properly, I really need to know your team, where you're going, what you're, what you actually believe in and, and all those yep. kind of things. So yeah, definitely work together. And in working together, do you do the interview process or does that happen? No, I have like a team. The... Okay. Yeah, That's with awesome. my team. But I, I QA, I'm personally involved in QA and training every single week. So I always step yep. in and I step in when needed, of course. Um, yep. But we also do fixed fee only. We don't do commission because I don't want my staff to be motivated by what you pay yours. It's just insane. And then yep. they're going to put forward the most expensive and then they start bartering against companies and it just gets, it just changes the real purpose of hiring, which is, does, is this person going to fit? you know, the lifestyle edit or not, and is this person going to make your company more valuable? Yeah. Amazing. Well, we will be keeping you in mind when we expand and grow because, you know, that's what we're doing right now. So um, (laughs) one of those things that's like, oh, my God, we have to look for more people. It's really hard. Well, if you ever want any tips, you give me a ring and I'll, I'll I'll help you anytime. Yeah, we'll be following your Instagram to see what you do next. But for everyone else, you can follow Marnie at talentx.com.au and your Instagram is... Marnie Jones underscore talentx. That's right. I knew your name was in there. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. I love that. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) And some great insights in there because, you know, that part of our creative life is so challenging sometimes and it's really good to know that there's a helping hand out there. Um, Thanks heaps and we'll chat to you soon. Thank you. Bye. We'll see you again for Rosé Friday. Bye.